Welcome. I've seen something. Plays tricks on your mind. This is no coincidence. Put on your seatbelts. You are on the fastest route your destination. The other side. Hello and welcome to Destination Other Side, the podcast that puts the PA in paranormal. My name's Mackie, and I'm glad to have you along for this episode. Last time, we spoke to Lou Bernard about a cryptid in Kettle Creek, and once again, I just want to say my thanks to him for taking the time to speak on the podcast. It was awesome to have a guest who does this type of thing for part of their career. Now, if you're listening and thinking, I'm not so much of a cryptid-type person, I like the good old-fashioned ghost stories, well, you are in the right place today because I have plenty of them. Our last ghost episode was a double feature of the FW Black Building and the Briar Rose Bed and Breakfast. And this time, I wanted to do sort of the same thing, and I found the perfect places. People who are local to the Lewistown area may have heard of the Green Gables Building. And for those of you who don't live here, Somerset County, Pennsylvania has its own Green Gables, too. So today we're going to be discussing the possible ghosts that haunt the Gables in both locations. Now, funny enough, these buildings aren't actually related to each other in the slightest, but I think it was fate that they ended up together in this discussion. To me, it's not a coincidence that both places are called the Green Gables, both places are supposedly haunted, and both places are located in Pennsylvania, only a couple hours from each other. Not exactly a stone's throw away, but I digress. First, we're going to talk about the Green Gables Restaurant and Mountain Playhouse. It's not quite as haunted as other locations, and it's not necessarily on any, you know, popular haunted website, but the sentiment is definitely there, especially in the history. The place itself is located in Jennerstown, Pennsylvania, founded in 1805. The Green Gables was formerly a gristmill building. I don't know when this happened, but apparently it was abandoned and sat for decades out of operation, kind of just wasting away by itself. That was until a young entrepreneur named James Stoughton found that. To back it up a little bit, James was a farmer for most of his life, you know, waking up super early, milking cows and going about his day. But after a while, he got so sick of farming and just straight up quit to pursue his dream of being an artist. Now, he opened up a sandwich shop in Jennerstown along the side of the highway, which I think is a really big leap from being a farmer. And I'm not sure how being an artist makes you want to make sandwiches, unless you're dreaming of being a Subway sandwich artist. But anyway, James and his sister Louise became pretty popular with their food and decided to expand. She was helping him out with this the whole time. And this was during the Great Depression. So again, another big ambitious leap to make for your future. But this one definitely paid off. They decided that the best idea was to expand the place and find some sort of summer stockhouse theater to combine with his restaurant. That way he could entertain guests with food and fun at the same time. So fast forward to 1939, James and his sister took this gristmill apart and moved it to where it stands now as the Green Gables Restaurant and Mountain Playhouse. They made a ton of additions, including a brand new theater, an art gallery, and of course, the restaurant. And as you can expect, business was absolutely booming. Local theater was thriving, and the restaurant was serving hundreds of customers on a regular basis. That was until the fire of 1962. On New Year's Day, a blaze took away the banquet room. This huge barn studio building that housed a lot of events was just gone. I wasn't able to find out if anyone was really hurt in the fire, but as far as I'm aware, everyone was okay. So that isn't where the haunting really starts. Needless to say, they did rebuild, remodel, rejuvenate the place, and it still stands today. 
Now, how does this tie into it being haunted? Well, it's a little bit deeper than just the building's history alone. I did mention that James himself really wanted to be an artist, and beyond the sandwich shop and the Green Gables, he really did become one. He loved to paint, and in fact, many of his own paintings are still hung on the walls of the Gables. James Stoughton himself passed away in 1972, but left behind his wife and two daughters. And today, his daughter Teresa still leads guest tours at the building, which thrives as a guest venue, restaurant, and a wine and beer shop right now. Some people have said that the spirit of James Stoughton lives within his paintings, the antiques in the building that he carefully chose himself, or inhabits the very walls of the buildings as he watches happy guests come and go from the restaurant and playhouse. Or maybe he's smiling from the shadows as he silently watches the many wedding venues that have been held there. Now, these are just rumors. Nothing has been proven. Not a lot of accounts have actually been documented. So this took a little bit of digging to find out. But, you know, it's no doubt that Mr. Stoughton loved this place. And if he lives there today beyond the grave, I definitely wouldn't blame him one bit. This place is gorgeous, and it still functions today as a popular retreat for guests just to have dinner and enjoy the scenic views. And as of now, their playhouse season is postponed, but tourists are still welcome to explore and even have an overnight stay in their rooms and cottages. The story of the Green Gables restaurant and playhouse is pretty wholesome. In fact, not a lot of paranormal activity has been concretely talked about, if any at all. But local legends suggest the loving owner watches over everyone, and I think that that's at least worth mentioning. Now, let's travel to Lewistown, Pennsylvania, where we can find our very own local Green Gables. If you've ever driven through the Narrows and passed through Lewistown, you may have seen the Green Gables building already. It's one of the many pieces of our local history. Now, the Green Gables started out as a hotel back in July of 1931, built by Obed O. Orner. This was a pretty big hotel for Lewistown back in the day. It featured 22 rooms and even had a bar, a restaurant, and a huge lounge area. It became pretty instantly popular and landed a permanent spot in Lewistown's history over the decades, maintaining a successful lodging status for quite some time. And people really loved this place. A lot of groups used the Green Gables for wedding receptions, high school reunions, and so much more. But popularity decreased a little as the years went on, but the building still stood, maybe in less than its original grandeur at first, but it definitely stood strong. I really couldn't find much about the hotel and its early, early history, but it became pretty clear that it was haunted when people started to talk about the same ghosts over and over again when they stayed there. We really have no idea where these ghosts came from or how it could have happened that this place became haunted, but there's definitely a lot of stories. In fact, our traffic director here at the station, her name's Lori, she was at this building for some time in the summer of 1998. She told me this story a while ago, and I'm glad I get to retell it here. So a special dinner play was scheduled to be held at the Gables, and all the volunteers and employees occupied the building for rehearsals and performances for a while. Lori was working, taking tickets at the front, so she had a lot of time to herself, which was spent mostly just kind of sitting in the lobby. There were all kinds of people in and out for the play, so it was not unusual to hear a bunch of sounds. But one time specifically, Lori heard these children thumping around, running all throughout the halls and around the lobby as she was working. And she asked someone, what are those kids doing? 
and she was met with the surprising fact that there were no children in the building at the time. Come to find out there is a pretty popular pair of ghost children, a boy and a girl, who do like to run around and misplace things. Specifically, the banquet cart, which Lori definitely told me that was moved around. You can find it all over the building in random spots, never where it was supposed to be because, you know, children. But these little kids aren't the only spirits roaming around the Green Gables. A lot of people, and I mean more than a few, have reported quite a few entities. According to Nightwatch Paranormal, which is where I found the actual documented descriptions of these ghost sightings, there are supposedly at least three other ghosts besides the children. The first ghost could really be anyone, maybe not even a separate spirit, but this one really loves to move things around. The website says people have found things as small as utensils being moved to things as big as some heavy furniture. Now, this is pretty typical among a lot of spirits, so in my opinion, that might just be the work of those little ghost children and not something separate, but we never know. The second ghost is of a woman who seemed pretty shy. She only stayed in the kitchen area. She really liked the cooler for some reason. She would just kind of chill out in there, literally, but the thing that really freaked people out was if they entered the cooler and it was quiet enough, sometimes the lady would gently whisper to turn off the lights. If I heard that in a kitchen cooler, I'd just do her one better, turn off the lights, lock the door, and run away. But not only is she heard in the cooler, she's also made noises in the kitchen as well. And this story gets pretty interesting, though. A few years back, there was a sheriff's auction at the Gables, and the cooler was actually sold off to someone else. I haven't been able to find any more accounts of this ghost woman being seen or heard from again, so maybe she went on to the next owner of the cooler and so on, so her legacy remains a mystery. This last ghost actually has a name. They call him George. No one really hears from George, he just kind of shows up, and guests who have stayed the night say they have seen a skinny black figure standing at the foot of their bed. Others say they've seen him watching people come and go from the dining room door. And as far as I've heard, George is pretty harmless. And Lori even said when she worked at the Gables and spent time at the bar, they would joke around and say, hey, George, pour us another one. So whether or not George enjoyed the bar is unclear, but I'm sure he would have made good company because he seems to have liked people. So sometime back in 2014 or 2015, round about that time, the Gables building was bought by Daryl Hur Enterprises and renovated to its former glory and then turned into apartments. Right now, the building still stands as the Green Gables Apartments and tenants and guests alike say that it's still haunted to this day, but that hasn't stopped anyone from flocking to the historic Lewistown site. In fact, I'm pretty sure there was some fierce competition to get into these apartments when they first opened, and I wouldn't blame anyone. It's a beautiful place with lots of history, and mischievous ghosts sometimes attract more people than they deter. It was actually one of the places I thought of when I moved into my own apartment, and I silently wished I could snag a spot in the haunted building, but they were booked. Maybe one day, but for now, I'm just happy that it's still being used and appreciated. Those are the legends of the Green Gables of Lewistown and Somerset County. Thanks for listening to this episode of Destination Other Side. Don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and family and anyone who enjoys the strange and unusual. Check out more episodes of Destination Other Side and check out our other podcasts as well at WCHX1055.com, GoldHitsWKVA.com, and Star967.com. Thanks again for listening. Till next time, goodbye and good day to everyone in every dimension.